Hey everyone, this is Jackknife. Welcome to another bonus episode of The Cutting Edge 2023 Weekly Jets Recap. And I'm freaking broken at this point. Just freaking broken at this point. Like I I have no idea what to say. You know, you got to give a lot of credit to the guys who do radio shows for a living. Cuz, you know, it's got to be draining to to talk about for hours and hours on end how bad the Jets' offense is week in and week out. But, you know, we finally got something done. Zach Wilson has finally been benched. This guy stinks. He's not an NFL quarterback. Let's look at the stats from... Last night's loss, 32-6 to to the Buffalo Bills. You know, there was a sliver of hope, of optimism after week one. You know, Xavier Gibson running that touchdown back for the overtime winner. And how oddly symbolic this game was that Gibson fumbles the opening kick return of this game. Yeah, the Bills had this game circled on the calendar. They were freaking hungry. The Jets' offense? Nowhere to be freaking seen. Zach Wilson? 7 for 15. 81 yards. One touchdown, one interception. Holy shit! The Jets finally threw a fucking touchdown for the first time in 40 or 41 drives. I forget which one it is. Like, it really makes a difference which one it is. That is awful! He's so bad that they finally bench him for Tim Boyle, who goes 7 for 14, 33 yards. You know who the best passer was yesterday? Thomas Morstead, the punter, on a fake punt near the end of the first half. Through the 18-yard pass. Oh, man. And the Jets, that drive? The Jets also were the beneficiary of a roughing the passer call. Never thought I'd see that again in my lifetime, let alone twice this season. And Brees Hall is apologizing to the fans after the game for how bad the offense has been. You know, Brees Hall is probably one of the last guys that needs to apologize. Like, Brees, what more can you freaking do with this offensive line in front of you that can't protect you? What more can you do with this off this playing scheme that is as unimaginative as it gets? What more can you do with a quarterback who just is not an NFL quarterback? And I think even Sal is getting sick of Wilson at this point. You know, Wilson runs to the sideline, Sal basically tackles him. That man is just broken at this point. And I don't blame him. He just looks so defeated. Like, what more do you want? What more do you want Robert Sala to do? I understand the frustration in him, but at the same time, look what he inherited. And I'm reading the stats right now. Joe Douglas is 24 for 52 as a GM. That's a 31% winning percentage. Robert Sala, now 15 for 15 and 29 as a head coach. With a 34% winning percentage. 
Robert Sell is probably the only guy I'll give immunity to. And some of you might be shocked to hear that. But keep in mind the mess he inherited when he took over this job. I think this all falls on the GM. This 100% falls on Joe Douglas. And this upcoming NFL draft, yeah, fuck the playoffs at this point. I'm thinking draft right now. If not every single one of Joe Douglas's picks in this year's draft is offense-related, fucking fire him. I mean, actually, you know what? The only reason I might set a keep him is because I'm just tired of at this point of just the recycling of GMs. Two or three years, gone. Two or three, next one. Two or three years, gone. Two or three years, gone. But the biggest prick, the Jets, the biggest opportunity Joe Douglas had was the second overall pick, and he blew it on Zach Wilson. Oh, but Jack, who else would he, he supposed to take at that? Uh, I don't know. Maybe give Darnold another chance and, I don't know, trade that pick down for next year because you're in the middle of a fucking rebuild? Maybe that would have been a good idea? Maybe have some other moron pick Zach Wilson? The Jets cut Michael Carter. They had a players-only meeting. Made a couple of subtle lineup changes and moved to hack, up, hack it upstairs. And Salah said the juice in practice was amazing. And the Jets actually got worse this game! They got worse! What optimism am I supposed to have rooting for this freaking football team? There isn't! Nothing ever changes! Freaking... When I grew up in the late 90s watching this team, watching this team with Vinny Testaverde, Curtis Martin, Wayne Corbett, you know, on offense, Victor Green, John Abraham on defense, they gave me the false impression that the Jets were always this good. Well, that was a fucking lie. And of course, they're fighting with the Bills and tunnel out to the game. Oh, it would have been nice to see that fight during the game. Sauce Gardner with a stupid suplex on Stefan Diggs. Gardner missed an interception that led to a big touchdown pass. Uh, what else could I... Again, this goes back to what I said at the beginning. What else could I possibly say about how bad this team is? And the offense, you know, has one touchdown... This is a Connor Hughes tweet. One touchdown drive of more than one play since October 1st. One touchdown in their last 13-plus quarters. One touchdown in the last 43 possessions. I'm, I don't know how much has changed since I'm reading this off. This might have just been at the time of the tweet. Listen, I get you lost Aaron Rodgers. No real excuse for this. But get creative to scheme your guys open. None of that. This offense is boring and unimaginative. Almost as if they just accepted the defeat. And you know what? Going back to what I said about Robert Sala and he looks so defeated. That's probably the case. They just lost... They just look defeated. That's really the only explanation. And this boring, unimaginative offense, Aaron Rodgers basically held the organization hostage to getting Nathaniel Hackett here, getting Alan Lazard here, 
Danny Randall cop here just so he would come here. Nathaniel Hackett's offense, unimaginative. Randall Cobb, missing. Alan Lazard, drop after drop. And Aaron Rodgers, gone after four plays. And he still talks about, and the update on him, like he could possibly start practicing as far as like early December. It's like, don't rush back. Don't rush back. Would I have, would he be able to make a noticeable difference over Zach Wilson? Sure. But this offense in general stinks. He's not going to be able to do anything with this. I know this because he wasn't able to do anything with the mediocre offense in Green Bay last year. But as far as the current court status of the quarterback position, because once again, Tim Boyle, I mean, Tim Boyle, Zach Wilson is getting benched. You know, this very well might have been his last game ever as a Jet. We'll see what Sal says later t today or tomorrow or later this week as far as who's starting next week against the Dolphins. Oh, God, that's going to be a flat-out murder. Prime time, Black Friday, just great. And I'm circling back to Joe Douglas. I'll, this is and how I said every draft pick he should have this draft should be on offense. The quarterback, the futility at the quarterback position this year is solely Joe Douglas's fault. Aaron Rodgers goes down and gets carted off. You should have been on the phone with Carson Wentz immediately. Oh, but Jack, Carson Wentz isn't that good. He stinks too or something along those lines. Okay. Well, let me tell you this. I'm not asking Carson Wentz to be... I Well, he, if there's no chance of that now. He's on the Rams. I wasn't asking Carson Wentz to be a superstar or MVP caliber type of quarterback. I just, wanted, I just want someone who's serviceable. Someone who's not Zach Wilson. Because I'm done with the kid. I'm just done. And let me tell you something. If this basis of comparison will persuade you to come onto my side with this. If Carson Wentz is better than Zach Wilson, if, if that's not enough to persuade you that he's a more viable option, well, I could tell you that he's a lot more... Oh, he's a lot better than Tim fucking Boyle. That's who, cause that's who you sign after Rodgers gets hurt. Tim Boyle. You really couldn't. But Joe Douglas didn't want Carson Wentz. And listen, I said before, I get Carson Wentz isn't like some spectacular quarterback anymore. You know, he, he kind of forced his way out of. A couple organizations, if I'm not mistaken. But you know what? He's better than what we have now. Maybe he, at the very least, would have done something serviceable. And if he sunk, then you could have got stuck with Wilson. Like, come on. This is like fireable offenses to competent organizations. Because if, like, if, if Joe Douglas got Carson Wentz and he ends up being bad, and then he goes... 
goes to Wilson after saying, like, you know what, Zach, you're going to stay on the bench. This is the plan for you this year. Forget playing. And then, you know, Wilson stinks. And then I was like, all right, sorry, Zach. We're really, he, this guy isn't hacking it either. We're going to have to go with you. Then I can't really blame Joe Douglas. But here, Joe Douglas dropped the fucking ball at quarterback. Had no viable backup option when Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Because once, once Aaron Rodgers just sat down in week one. And all our hearts sank. Douglas should have been on the phone from from the moment that happened. Hell, maybe it didn't even have to be Carson Wentz. I'm sure there was a much better option better option than Tim Boyle out there or Trevor Simeon. And I gotta correct myself. I was so, I think it was Trevor Simeon that Joe Douglas signed. Boyle was just signed from the practice squad. But I don't care enough to go back and look that up. Because you know why? The Jets don't care. Or should I say, the Jets offense doesn't care. The defense cares. I I think the defense cares. I mean, the only guy on offense who cares right now is Brees Hall. You know, he apologized to the Jets fans, saying that they don't deserve this. Hell, even Tony Romo, as he was sucking off Josh Allen, was like, you got to feel for the Jets fans. You know, you see Quentin Williams, you know, yelling at the defense. Trying to get them fired up. Trying to get everyone to wake the fuck up. But at this point, just fault the freaking franchise. Put me out of my freaking misery. This is awful. Uh, And thank God I almost, thank God I realized this. Tommy DeVito, who's only like in his third or Fourth, second, third, or fourth week of... No, definitely not second. He's in his, I think, third or fourth week playing NFL football. He has six touchdown passes on the year, if I'm not mistaken. Actually, you know, let me just double-check that just because, you know, I'm... Look, 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 listen to me, guys. I'm showing more offense... Offense. I'm showing more effort than the Jets' offense right now. Tommy DeVito. Stats. Let's see. Tommy DeVito. Six touchdown passes on the year. And he's only played four games. Compare that to Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Stats. Six touchdowns. And he played all 10 games this year. (laughs) Tommy DeVito. Who threw for negative yardage against the Jets defense. Who the Giants were afraid to let throw the football. Puts up better numbers than Zach Wilson. It's laughable. Which is why whenever my wife tells me how hard being a Giants fan is. It's like, the Giants come back from when they stink. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're not quite there yet, but Brian Dable's a real offensive coach. I mean, he's kind of doing what he can with Tommy DeVito, Tommy DeVito right now. You could see a huge improvement in Tommy DeVito. 
Zach Wilson, okay, he's slightly improved, but he's not an NFL quarterback. You don't draft BYU quarterbacks or Mountain West quarterbacks second overall. The Jets have, have been facing adversity from the moment Rodgers sat down and they're failing to answer it. You know who knows how to answer adversity? The New York Rangers. The New York Rangers. The New York Rangers know how to handle adversity. They lost their, their world-class Vesna caliber goalie for a while. He came back recently. They lost their backup goalie. They lost their Norris Trophy caliber defenseman and like their, and their second line center. And you know what? The New York Rangers are one of the best teams in hockey right now. The New York Jets are one of the worst teams in football. Just embrace the tank at this point. You're not going to the playoffs. Don't rush Aaron Rodgers back. Draft some freaking offensive lineman or sign some freaking offensive lineman if you want to have any hope for next year. But again, I still think you should just fold the franchise at this point. Put me out of my freaking misery. Put Jets fans out of their misery. Just end it all. Because I'm tired, boss. I'm tired of all of this. Being a Jets fan is like sitting at an airport waiting for a cruise ship to show up. And I'm done wasting your time with this stupid episode. Well, if you listen to this, you did this on your own accord. So, I appreciate you. If you're listening to this. I'll check in with you Saturday morning. After they get killed by the Dolphins. We all know what's happening. I'll happily eat crow if the Jets win. But you know what? At this point, what good does it do? Just tank. Tank, tank, tank. (sighs) This is Jackknife. Have a wonderful week, everyone. I'll check in with you later. Damn it.